0: Bismillahir uh, Rahmanir rahim The fact that the Prophet chose Mifsafa bec- was because that was the best means to get his message to everyone. So that time, by going to Safa, he knew he'd get the biggest crowd and deliver his message. So when we come to da'wah, we have to think of what are the modes of communication that we can get our message to the biggest uh, crowd as well. So obviously, uh, we're living in the the internet age uh, of uh, social media, and I want a a question I want you guys to discuss, which is, what are the effects of modern living and communication, such as Facebook, and how we communicate with our friends and family? What are the benefits and pitfalls? So, uh, you know, we, we... there's Twitter, there's all sorts of there's all those other ones that I don't know, still don't know, I'm still trying to catch up. When I catch up, I find out something else is new now, that's old. So, I um, just shows you age in it. But, inshallah, I want you guys to discuss this. What do you guys think of move, using these modern forms of communication for dialogue purposes? What's the benefits? What's the pitfalls of all these things? Um, there is... Uh, even among scholars, there, you know, maybe not so much now, but I remember maybe a few years ago there was a bit of discussion over what, whether we should, as scholars, be on Facebook and be on Twitter these things. And I remember, you know, our circle we were split: some were yes, some were no. And it's all because of these, you know, the people that were saying yes, is because of all the benefits, and the people were saying no, was all the, all the pitfalls. Uh, so you know, we did. I was personally, I was on the, the benefit side more, um, uh, because whether we like it or not, it's a reality. This is where people are now spending their time, and if you're not there, you, you know you're irrelevant. You're you're absent. Somebody else is going to be there, and then they're going to then we will be complaining. Oh my God! Now they've got all these crazy ideas. Oh, you, know, you weren't there in the first place to you know give a counter, but. It's difficult because it does take up time, and a lot of scholars say to me, that I don't have the time, I don't have the time either. Um, so, you know, there there is merit to both arguments there. But I think uh, we're living in a time when, whether we it or not, this is reality. Some of the issues, I think, for us, is confusion. Because there's so much out there, people get confused. I get this question all the time. Shaykh, I'm confused. Why are you confused? Oh, I Googled this question and I got 10 different answers. Okay, that's because you Googled it, right? Obviously, you're going to get 10 different answers. Um, the other problem which you guys uh, picked up on uh, misunderstandings misunderstandings <laughs> and also someone said homemade Muftis, is that um, who speaks with authority? Because now everyone can go onto YouTube, make a video, upload it. How do you know that the person is authentic? How do you know that the person is qualified? Um, a lot of people are good speakers. They're good at speaking. I mean, it wouldn't take it wouldn't be difficult to sit there, rehearse you know a script, you know for an hour or two hours, and then go on and make a ten minute very good video, right? It's very different from live. You know, this guy could have had like fifty takes to make it perfect. You come in, you say, "Wow, this guy really knows what he's talking about." Mentioning verses, mentioning hadith. But it's just copy and paste. So um, what happens is. People are listening to people online because they're good online. Not necessarily that because they're the best scholars or that they're actually the best qualified. You could have a really good qualified scholar who's just not online and you don't know he exists. So he's irrelevant. But some other person, very good at speaking, is very popular, got 100,000 likes on Facebook and people are following him and asking questions or harm. Um, so there is a definite danger. One other thing that you guys didn't pick up on Um, that they've actually done research on. One of the big issues of uh, online information is that it erodes your connection to local scholars. Because you're going to go on and whoever's really articulate or really funny or whatever, you're going to connect to that person and you're going to watch all their videos. So what happens is, you come to your local scholar, who's maybe not as articulate, maybe very knowledgeable, knows your local situation, knows you, knows your community, because he's not articulate, you get bored. Because he's not like the guy online. But what you realize is that, okay, that guy is, is a good, good speaker, but it doesn't mean uh, that you don't connect. Because in the past, what would have happened is, if you had an issue, you'd go to your local scholar and ask him. And he'd, give, and he'd know who you are, and he'd give you a, 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 an answer. And he could follow you up the week after, or a month after, he are getting on, how's things. And now what's happening is, you're not communicating with your local scholar, you're, you're emailing somebody halfway across the world who doesn't know who you are, is not connected to you, doesn't know your reality, and they may give you an answer, but it might be not the, the, the best answer for your situation, because they say fatwa, fatwa changes according to was a Zaman, according to the person, according to the time and according to the place. And the best person who's uh, skilled for that is the person in your locality who knows the situation. Um, I mean, we're in the UK, but you know, Glasgow is very different from Leicester. From the five hours in the uh, drive, but even the situation from there to here changes so much. So my ability to give an answer is not going to be like Sheikh Lackers. He knows the situation. His answer is going to be a lot more suitable than my answer, because I don't know. I don't have a full appreciation of the dynamics of the community. Um, so that's one thing I uh, um, uh, that you guys can pick up on. This is interesting because Sheikh Hamza, comes Yusuf, many of you know. You know was very much against social media for a long time. Why? Because of all the problems that you're talking about, and also from the f- aspect of he said it takes away from human interaction. People just text each other. You know, I deal with couples, and they text each other in the house. The husband's downstairs. <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? She's texting back. Uh, oh, a cup of tea. Okay, and am how to on one and a half, not if I can get two. I'm not joking, texting each other in the same house. What happened to speaking to each other? You know, so you're, you're, you're in bed and she's in her phone and he's in his phone. So this, they're living in the same space but they're actually living apart. And similarly, father and son, mother and daughter, same thing, same thing's happening, you know. Uh, now you've got Whatsapp in it. <laughs> the whatsapp good, we've got a family group, it's pretty good. Because <laughs> um, then they can, find, they can track me down to where I am at any time. Where are you now? Okay. So Hamza Yusuf, it's interesting what he said. Because Hamza Yusuf said, I'm troubled by a lot of the so-called social networking, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other social networks because I'm committed to and believe in real community, not virtual community. And actually interacting with human beings in conversations, is interesting because then he goes on to say, I would like to see more human interaction and discussions that are not limited to pix- pixelated images on computer screens. On the other hand, I am in essence submitting to the very real fact that people are deeply involved in social networking, and I suppose in some ways akin to the Quranic virus, resist with the same weapons with which you are being pressed upon. So here I am doing what I never thought I would be doing, vlogging. <laughs> so here comes out. He resisted it for so long and he realized it's futile, everyone's going in that direction. And so he ended up having to, to blog. Ten years ago, he probably would have been telling everyone, don't blog, don't, don't stay away from all this stuff. But he realized this is just the reality, and that's what I'm saying. This is reality, it's not going away. And if you want to tap into, especially people from the age of 15 to 30, they're all on, all on these uh, forums. So you've got to be there as well and, and track with them. And it's an opportunity for that one. But there is a big danger with cyber-muftis. There are thousands of cyber-muftis out there spewing out these fatwas left and right. Someone that you've never seen sort of gives you the law of God right there. Like a vending machine, you put a quarter and the soda comes out. <laughs> right, and that's basically what we are seeing. Right, we were seeing people, uh, seeing all sorts of stuff all the time. So Alhamdulillah that's... uh me uh, finish that, I hope. Inshallah but there was some uh, benefit in what I shared.